those that were at This Man Is You, you're going to get a little reminder, repeat of what uh, one thing that uh, the video had shared. And uh, because it's, he, they drew it right out, or, or John in, in John's letter drew his uh, three concupiscences right out of, uh, of, from this first reading. But first, uh, we have this gospel reading and this uh, deaf man with a speech impediment. Uh, of course, we know that goes hand in hand. If you can't hear properly, you cannot speak properly. And let's, I'll give you something to think about at home. But uh, isn't that true for the spiritual life? If we can't hear God properly, how can we speak about him properly? But Jesus heals him, heals that brokenness in him, heals that evil, uh, physical evil that is in him. And that evil is, of course, a result of original sin. That brokenness that we experience, whether it's physical or moral evil, whatever it is, is all because of original sin. And that sin goes back to Adam and Eve. And as I shared on Wednesday, it was not the apple that caused sin. It wasn't even the serpent that caused sin. And the serpent certainly uh, created the situation in which doubt was planted in the hearts of Adam and Eve. Again, read it carefully. You see that man was standing next to Eve like a dolt. I, I keep joking, men, if you see your, your wives talking to a serpent, stop her. Nothing good comes from this. But the, the, the woman starts to place doubt in, a, uh, in that relationship. And that's where that brokenness begins to become real. That before this moment, they had a relationship with God the Father. And it said that Adam would walk in the cool of the evening with God. They had an intimate relationship with God, and they trusted him. But now the serpent, did God really say that? Did God really? If he loved you, he would do this for you. Where do we hear that? All over the place, don't we? If, if he, he just doesn't want you to enjoy what he enjoys. He's holding this... Uh, against, uh, away from you because he doesn't trust you. It, you, you, you know, all these doubts start to play out in the heart and mind of Adam and Eve. And Eve sees the fruit, sees that it's good for food, that is pleasing to the eye, and desirable for gaining wisdom. The church fathers, starting with uh, St. John, began to reflect on that, uh, that threefold Peace that led her to reach for that fruit, to take that first bite, to hand it to Adam. And again, she's not alone, but Adam and Eve both begin our human brokenness. The church fathers call it lust of the eyes, or lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and uh, um, pride of life. St. John talks about uh, it in slightly different ways, but that, that's okay. The, the food, it was good for food, that it fed our bellies. And, and it, was, it was pleasing to the eye, that it was very attractive, and that it was desirable for gaining wisdom, pride. As I, uh, not, uh, I don't know why it was, but I first heard about this concept uh, 
about uh, about a year and a half ago or so, and, and ever since then I've been finding myself reflecting on the nature of sin. And there's no sin that does not fall in one of those three categories. We like good things for our bodies, and, and we like when things feel well. And so there are all sorts of sexual sins, but gluttony and and uh, various other things, or overindulgence, and even if it's not gluttony, of, of seeking uh, comfort foods. We like to be comfortable in our bodies. The lust of the eyes is we like to surround ourselves with beautiful things. So sometimes it goes both ways, but how, how we like to have nice houses or artwork, and it's not that it's always sinful or whatever, but there is a line that is crossed where we, if we love that, those things more than we love God, they become sources of sin for us. And pride of life is we like it when people speak well of us, when we do well and people, people know, know that. Every sin can be traced to one of these three. And we've maintained as human beings in those threefold concupiscences that we're broken. That we, on our own, because of Adam and Eve, are born into a broken relationship, original sin. That original sin, of course, is uh, wrestled with in the, the uh, sacrament of baptism, that Christ gives us grace and, and ushers us in, but we still deal with the effects. If you're dealing with the effects, that's what it means to be human. That's not a failure of the sacrament of baptism. But we go back to the sacrament of baptism. We go back to the sacraments of the, the Eucharist, especially, which feeds and nourishes us. And isn't that where we should find good food, good for desirable, desirable for gaining wisdom? pleasing to the eye, that God alone satisfies. Jesus, in today's gospel, of course, goes to this mute man with the, with the impediment, this deaf man with the impediment, and heals him with a single word, Ephatha. means, of course, we have it translated, be open. And I think the Lord would stand before each of us I hope he wouldn't spit, but that's another story. But he would stand before each of us, touch our minds, and say, Ephatha, be opened. Let go of that doubt. Let go of that desire that you have for, for good things of the body and good things for the eyes. Let go of the desire you have for pride of life. Let it all go. Come to me. Come. Come.